Hi, this is Solo. 15 unfiltered minutes of me talking to you. I'm Daniel Kay, and if you're listening to this, then you might know me from a little podcast called Tea for Two. Um, this isn't that podcast. But don't you worry, because that podcast is coming back very soon, and there's some exciting things to look forward to. But for now, this is episode one of Solo, my solo podcast, very aptly named. Um, and this is episode one. Category is confidence. So I actually recorded this entire episode once already, right? And then my camera didn't work. And in case you didn't know, um, Solo is also a video podcast. Hello, camera. Um, but you can listen to it as a regular podcast. That's totally fine as well. And you won't miss out on anything. Um, but if you did want a video podcast, because sometimes, you know, I put YouTube videos on and I just stick them on in my, I think my favorite ones. And when people are just talking, um, sorry, if you are watching this, my eyes will dart down occasionally because I've got my laptop here and I can't do this without prompts. Trust me, I've, tr I've tried. But sometimes I'll stick a YouTube video on and I just like the ones where people chat for ages and I could be cooking or whatever. Like, please do not feel like you need to uh, pay too much close attention to me. I'm not that narcissistic to think that I'm that interesting to watch and or listen to. So if you're listening to this on your commute or while you're cooking or while you're doing something else, I mean, you're doing it right. I'm right there with you. Just tune out if you have to. Um, but for those who are paying attention, this is, I've got a little desk here. I've got a little, a nice little lamp and a nice little, I've got a cactus to my left because I'm really going for that um, aesthetic. I don't know. It's pretty, it's a pretty boring visual. I do apologize. But if you're, if you have no visual and if you're just an audio listener, then this is my voice and this is all you're getting. I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. I have been told I've got quite a nice voice. I, I disagree personally, but I'm happy with the compliment and I'll take it. But yes, so today's episode is all about confidence. It wasn't originally, well, it was originally. And as I say, I recorded that and then my camera failed and I lost all the footage and it was a whole thing. And I'd been talking for 43 minutes. Can you believe? It's only a 15 minute episode. So I'm quite happy that I've had to start again because I'll keep it more concise. And then that saves me the editing. But then in my second attempt, I thought, oh, I can't do confidence again. I've just spoken about that and I've, I've said it all and I can't bring myself to say it all again. Um, so I thought I'll talk about something else. And I, I was tossing um, two ideas around. One was capitalism and one was love. Now, I hear you. Those are quite big topics, Daniel. How, firstly, how are you gonna talk about those in only 15 minutes? Two, how are you gonna talk about those? You're no expert on either, I'll add, but specifically, definitely not an expert on love. Um, or capitalism, really. Um, and then thirdly, like, why would anyone listen to you talk about these topics? And and I had, you know what, and aptly for the episode I'm currently making, I had a bit of a crisis of confidence, I won't lie to you, because I was sat here talking away, and then about halfway through, I think, oh, about 10 minutes through, I was like, A, what am I saying? Not that what I was saying was wrong, like, I think I was actually summing up capitalism quite well. Um, but... Why would anyone listen to me talk about it? And honestly, I just stopped and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, who would listen to this? I'm, I'm, I'm not the authority on any of these subjects and I don't think I've really got anything to say. So I'm back to talking about confidence now, largely because of my crisis with said confidence. But, you know, if you are 
someone who a knows me or maybe has listened to uh, T for two or so, any anything else I've put out, you might be like, but Dan, you are you're quite confident. I mean, you put yourself out there all the time. Why would you um, why would you be feeling anxious? And to that, I would say, I'm gonna pick up the mic for this. I'm an excellent, excellent fraud because. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah, I mean, it's very easy to put out a confident aura, but I would not actually, uh, and this may or may not shock you, I wouldn't actually class myself as that confident a person. I mean, yes, I put myself out there. Yes, I'm very confident presenting, I'd say, but like internally, like, I mean, I'm not that confident. I no, I don't think anybody is. I don't think Beyonce is. I think we're all insecure, really. Um, and the secret to confidence is really to fake it till you make it, you know, um, and never let anyone see you sweat because if people don't think you're unconfident or um, to phrase it less uh, double negatively, if people think you're confident, they'll believe you're confident and then they'll tell you you're confident and then you'll believe you're confident. It's a lovely cycle like that. Even, I think my, my message is maybe even the most confident person, uh, i.e. me being quite a confident person, I would say, have have their moments when they're not, and that's fine. Um, I mean, even so, the fact that this is going to be a video podcast and the video side of it's going to go up on my YouTube channel, and that's something that unnerves me because I mean, I've had my YouTube channel since two thousand and seven. I mean, a really long time, over a decade long, and I've been uploading to it sporadically on and off since uh, since I made it. There are videos on there. Uh, private now, I'll add, don't go looking. But you know, there are videos that I had put up in 2007, in 2009, in 2011, like, and then even when I was at uni, like I've always dabbled with it, but I've never felt confident enough to really go for it because putting yourself out there is scary. Like it is, even for even for those of us who who are self-assured and, and do have that level of self-belief, even for those people, it's scary. But if it's scary for those people, I mean, imagine how scary it is for people who are more anxious and more insecure and more introverted. Like, I get it, I do. And for me, something about a YouTube channel is quite scary because those videos go up and they stay up and people watch them and have opinions on them. And you, I suppose you can't control that. And I think one of the reasons I'm doing this is that it's a way for me to stick a video up there and, and, and build up that kind of, what would you say, portfolio? I don't know. Without having to like make a vlog or put too much of yourself out there. I mean, my friend Sophie, who, I mean, if you listen to T for Two, you know who Sophie is. And I mean, she has a YouTube, a very thriving YouTube channel and she puts videos up all the time and they're of her living her life and doing her fitness thing and, and talking really vulnerably about her um, injury and the, you know, what came after that and her recovery process. Um, and if, I mean, if you don't know who Sophie is, that would surprise me because she's way more popular on the socials than I am. But if you don't know, my friend Sophie, um, who I've known since university, uh, had a, a, an accident in the gym, which left her paralyzed uh, from the waist down. Um, but she didn't give up on her fitness dreams and she didn't give up on herself and she pushed through a very mentally and physically difficult recovery process and came out the other side <laughs> practically glowing and has absolutely blossomed and grown into 
just the most inspiring person and she has thrived and her Instagram and her YouTube and her all of her social medias document that and showcase that and, and I mean people are fascinated by it as am I as someone who knows her you know she's an endlessly fascinating person and maybe from the outside you'd think oh of course you know she's broadcasting herself and why wouldn't she like she comes across as the most confident person as well but she is the person who I told back in I think 2014 when I first met her and she was a much less confident person than I don't think she'd mind me saying that she was the person that I told to fake it till you make it because that's what I was operating under at that time as someone who I mean she was looking to me to ask me how I was so confident and I suppose in a roundabout way now sometimes I look to her because we're all humans and no one is static and you know things peak and trough and and change and the pendulum swings and now she's uber confident and I mean I'm not unconfident I am still confident but I do find it hard sometimes to put myself out there because I suppose I'm worried about you know if I put a YouTube video up like in my head I still kind of go back to my high school days and I'm like are people gonna see it and laugh at me that feels quite a vulnerable thing to say but then actually that brings me on to Sophie on her YouTube channel talking about her injury being super vulnerable and talking about really personal things I mean vulnerability is confidence I think to to open yourself up to scrutiny I mean that takes some serious balls or you know maybe to use a slightly less patriarchal term that takes some serious confidence and if you look at all the phrases you know we've been using in this discussion fake it till you make it never let them see you sweat that takes some serious balls to open yourself up to be vulnerable. Do those all link together? No, I actually think they almost sound like opposites because to fake it till you make it and to never let them see you sweat is to put on a front, is to not be vulnerable. So is it true confidence? No, it's not true confidence. I don't think so. And I think maybe a lot of my confidence is sometimes front, so maybe it's not genuine confidence. But then other times I'm a very self-assured person and I do believe in myself, so... I think when I know I can do something, it's real confidence. But then when it comes to, so so for example, like going for a job interview, and if I know I can do the job, but in those situations, like it's a very real confidence that I, I believe I can do the thing, right? But putting a YouTube video up, for some reason, that unnerves me and that makes me feel really anxious. And this is also why I'd say that, you know, I've had a YouTube channel from 2007 to now, but I've never consistently been able to put videos up or run it and I'm simply using YouTube as an example because it's what's come to me now I'm sure there's better examples because not everyone wants to be a YouTuber right and I don't particularly want to be a YouTuber but for example and I've never stuck to it because of feeling uh, insecure and anxious about putting videos of me up online whereas someone like Sophie who started years and years after I had my YouTube channel and if anything started because I not to take credit for it, it's her own thing, but I very much encouraged her. I was like, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You'd be great at it. And while I was saying that, I mean, she didn't do it, but after she had her injury and Sophie maybe felt she had something to talk about, I can't speak for her, but maybe that was the reasoning. She stuck at it with consistency and look, it's grown. And and that's like great to see. And it's like a model of how it should be done. And obviously it seems so obvious, right? If you don't stick with something, it won't succeed. If you do stick with it, it will. But I think it was a bit of a wake-up call, maybe, for someone like me who's dabbled and, like, started and then stopped and whatever. And it made me realise that the only thing that was stopping me was that little voice in my head telling me I wasn't, like, good enough or couldn't do it or was anxious. Like, what if people are going to laugh at the... Like, I mean, really, who's going to watch a video that I put up and, like, laugh at me? Like, I don't think anyone's really got 
that much maliciousness against me that I can think of. Yeah, like this imaginary person who's laughing at whatever content I put out. Who is that person exactly? Like, I can't actually think of them. I started Tea for Two with Sophie, which was something I absolutely wanted to do for ages. And in a wonderful full circle moment, like when I told her to start vlogging because I thought she'd be good at it, she turned to me and she was like, well, why don't you just do it? And I thought, oh my God, that's, of course, like that is, that's the advice I would give you if, if you were telling me you wanted to start a podcast and that's the advice you're telling me. Um, and maybe sometimes you just need that extra person, but isn't that what confidence is? Confidence is is being your own best friend and confidence is, confidence isn't mean and putting other people down, it's raising them up. And confidence isn't cocky, it's not thinking you're the best when you're not, it's just self-assurance, isn't it? It's just believing in yourself. Confidence is being a friend to yourself, that's what it is. It's, it's being your own best friend. And as someone who, I mean, I work in television at the moment and, I, and specifically, I've done a lot of work in casting. And, you know, when we're looking for people, if someone hasn't put themselves out there, you can't find them. Say I was working on, I mean, as this is a very real example, I've worked on a dating show and been looking for motorcyclists because the, the data on the show, that's their type, they want someone into motorcycling. And so we often use social media to find people. It's a great tool for finding people, finding talent if you're looking for it. But if I was looking for a motorcyclist and say you were the biggest motorcycling fan going and, and would have loved to have been on the show, but if, if you didn't put that in your bio, like I love motorcycles, or if your content, I hate the word content, but if your posts weren't at least sometimes around motorcycling, me as the casting researcher looking for a big fan of motorcycling would never find you, right? If you hadn't put it out there into the world. And I think that was the biggest lesson that I, I've learned in, in the last couple of months. And it seems again so obvious, but until I was on the other side of, in this case, casting, I would have never known and I would have never thought of it. But being on the other side, I was like, oh, this is so obvious. Like, of course, if you don't put yourself out there, you will never be found because how is anyone meant to find you? And, and that is really what this whole confidence discussion, I think, comes down to. If you want something, you have to go out and get it because it will never come to you. And if, if your confidence is the only thing that's holding you back, from really like doing what you want to do, achieving what you want to achieve, getting what you really want to get. If your confidence is the only thing that's holding you back, that's not a good enough reason. It's not. If if it's your ability, you can go out and become more skilled, right? If it's like anything like that, if it's ability or if you don't think you can actually do the task, you can go out and train to become better. If it's just your confidence telling you that you won't be good or you doubt in yourself, your ability, even though you have the ability, but you doubt your ability. That's just the negative voices talking, you know? And again, you need to be your own best friend and, and raise yourself up and tell yourself that that's not a good enough reason because that's what confidence is. That's all it is. Confidence is simply mind, put, using, putting your mind over, over matter, is just not listening to your insecurities. That's all it is. It's just that little mental push forward through the barrier, through the hurdle. Whether it's, whether you're faking it until you make it, or you genuinely believe it, regardless, that's all it is. How long have I talked for? Oh, I think I've, I've run over a bit, but, but yeah.
this was a fun discussion. Uh, I hope you liked it. And if you did, be sure to like if you're watching or like if you're listening. I'm not sure if you can like a podcast, but you know what you can do? You can subscribe and you can give it stars and things. Five stars, please. And leave a review because it lets me know what you think. And it helps out, I think, with letting more people find the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, then share it with your friends who maybe need to hear this advice. I'll leave that one up to you. Um, And most importantly, subscribe wherever you are listening or watching so that next time I pop up, you will be the first to know. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening.